1: is landon mccool you can follow him on twitter at McCoolBCB. you can also check him out on the best coast boys podcast with our friend john owning landon what's going on sir not much we're getting close man i mean it's we keep saying it at
0: every beginning of every podcast but uh you know we're We're like a week away yeah it's a week away from tomorrow right yeah it's crazy it's two a a week and a day for the cowboys but yeah whatever
1: well, you heard Steven yesterday say that uh, you never know with Jerry Jones. He could always get crazy and want to trade up. So you, you never really know. but We'll see. We think. <laughs> All right. Today uh, we're going to talk about some of your guys' questions, what you guys are thinking, what you're talking about. And I want to go ahead and start with this question from Willie D. Um, I think it's a, a really, really fair question. I want to know your thoughts. Uh, he says, "Landon and Marcus, I know there's a lot of good defensive players in this draft. But our offense was a major problem last year. Defense was a strength for us. Why are we not talking more about helping the offense? I think that's a great question. What do you think, Landon? I
0: think it has to do a lot with how the draft is constructed. I mean, I think that, that the reason that we're talking about defensive players is because defensive players seem to stretch in this class, whereas I don't know that there's a ton of offensive skill players that are just knocking your stocks off. I think there's a, a plateau of wide receivers, and I, I think we've talked about the ones that are kind of in the range here. Um, I, I, I think that, you know, to me, the Cowboys had they, they spent a first-round pick on an offensive player who is going to come, mm-hmm. come come back next year and, and I think improve on what he had, now that he's actually getting an offseason with the team that he's with now, um, yeah, I think you're also getting Travis Frederick back, who will be a huge boost. I, I mean, I'm hoping that you're going to get Travis Frederick back, and and that that should be a huge boost to, uh, to the, to the you know benefit of the of the of the production of this offense. I think that you're also looking at what you've got, and you got. You're also getting Jason Witten back for whatever that's worth. I don't know that that's worth, you know, uh, uh, as much as it may have been in the past, but it's still something. And then on top of that, you're right. also getting a an, a new offensive coordinator, which I think, you know, I think most of that's us would agree been. is actually the biggest upgrade. So, uh, I, I think that the offense has been attended to. It's not like we haven't taken a look there. I think that they have the talent on that side of the ball. Uh, I think last year at times it was about missing certain key players and, and not you know taking advantage of the talent that they had. So I, I, I think that they're actually in a good spot to you know maybe still add a piece here or there, but but be in really good at offense with the changes that they've made. Um, and I think that with the defense, that's where the, you know, that's where the value matches up with, with where they pick. And I think that that's where they, right. they feel like they can get the most bang for their buck at the picks that they have available to them.
1: Yeah, I think you absolutely nailed that. I mean, again, we can look at this last season in two halves, the first half without, without Amari Cooper, the second half with Amari Cooper. Once they got Amari, the offense, it, was it spectacular? No, but it was certainly average at worst. So I think... there's just not as many needs on the offensive side of the ball as there is on defense. And plus you mentioned Kellen Moore. I I think that's the biggest upgrade. I think after we see a year of Kellen Moore as the offensive coordinator, kind of assuming the staff makes it to 2020, I think we might have a better idea of what kind of players he wants, maybe what, uh, what position they're going to target. Uh, but I think it's kind of a wait and see thing on offense for for right now. And I think they're just going to keep throwing picks on defense to continue to have a, a strong unit over there. Um, Let's get to this question from Sean. And this is a big topic in Cowboys world over the last 24 hours. He says, I'm on board with getting a running back late, but there seems to be a lot of buzz about spending an early pick on one. If you had to take a running back at 58, assuming Josh Jacobs is gone, who would you take? So, Landon, go ahead and just start us off with, what do you think about all this buzz that the Cowboys may address the running back position earlier than what people think? Uh, I think that people need to –
0: you know, get an idea of what 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 they're specifically talking about here. Like, I, I, not not that they don't know what they're talking about, but I'm saying, let's hone in on what we're talking about. Uh, did anyone has anyone suggested that they're picking at 58? I don't know uh, that that's happened. No, I, I think no. that there's been a lot of assumptions going on based on some of the players they've brought in that pl- people think are could only be taken at 58. But I don't know that those are all also strong assumptions. You know, I, I also I think that if you look at it, they set themselves up to uh to draft free. You know, and I think that's really sure. what they've done. I think that they know that they need to get a backup running back in here. I think that they would like to get a box safety. But I also think that those those are the two positions where you feel absolutely confident picking up starter level talent all the way up until week one of the of, of the of the season. You know, like I, I think you right. can get those guys on the street. You can trade those guys very cheaply. You can, you know, pick them up after cuts. We have talked about this before. There's lots of options there. So if the value meets the meets, you know, us at 58, if someone that you like at 58 falls, and and then the board matches up that way, I, I mean, I don't necessarily have an issue with it because of you know what. I understand the idea of you know not wanting to. Trade for a backup and that sort of thing. And, you know, I think that there's ways to use some of these guys, even the ones, the guys that, that may be considered complete backs uh, in ways to, to, you know, that are interesting. But look, I, I don't know that anyone has specifically come out and said, hey, 58 is in play for a running back or anything like that. I, I just think that, you know, fifth running back has been talked about as 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 an option um you know throughout the the draft i think people may may have been surprised that it wasn't a fifth or sixth round pick or you know potentially even that you know Late fourth round pick. I, I mean, I think they're looking at ninety. I think they're looking at that first fourth round pick. I, I think if, if, if things matched up in the way they liked it, and, and that was the best guy on the board, they probably would take a guy at fifty-eight. But I, I don't know that that's what's going to happen because I, I just think that the talent lo- won't line up that way. But, oh, I certainly don't think so, no. Yeah. And I so I, I, I and look, I got no
1: problem with them taking a value pick at ninety at running back. Um, so it, can it, we talk about like what, can we talk about what would be considered a value at ninety? Because I think that's part of the problem here, right? I think people are thinking they're going to reach on a running back at ninety or fifty-eight. I, like for instance, they're not going to take Damian Harris at fifty-eight, right? I think that's the fear that some people have, right? I think that. I mean, let's just lay it out. I think that Brian Broaddus has
0: stoked that fear because he has, uh, he and, and and Dane have Damian Harris ranked that high. But uh, I, I mean, I don't think I don't think that Dane the is necessarily there. soaking that fear because I think most people, and I think da- Broadus understands this too. Uh, I, that's why I, I'm confused by all this. But running backs fall, man.
1: Like I mean, Every that's, year. that's just Every what year. that's what happens. So Darius guys fell to 60 last like, year. Like
0: yeah, like this idea that 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 there's no <clears> way <throat> that this dude could make it to 90 is ridiculous. Like oh, yes, I mean, 100%. any running back that isn't a top. Is it a first-round pick? Can be taken anywhere on day two, as far as I'm yes. concerned. You know, yeah. like I, I just think that I, I just think that this this all started because some play somebody's got this player ranked high, and then assumed that that meant that the Cowboys were thinking about taking a running back at 58 because they would have to take him at 58 because of where
1: they have him ranked. That's just not how the draft works. And I would even add. Because we're kind of specifically talking about Damian Harris, I'm not sure that's a guy that Dallas would even draft at 90. I- I'm really not. I-, I think they brought him in in the case that, you know, what if they trade down from 90 and they get to pick 101 and he's still available? Or they get to the fourth round and he's still there? I, th- I think they were just kind of doing their due diligence on some of the top backs in the class. Uh, They didn't have a meeting with David Montgomery, but I know that's somebody that they've talked to. Darrell Henderson's the same exact way. They went out to his pro day. So I think they're just trying to do some of the due diligence. I'm more interested in what running back do we think of the top five or six kind of best fits the scheme? Because Jerry Jones, or excuse me, Steven Jones talked about having a, you know, a starting caliber running back behind Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, What, you know, what guys do you think fit that mold for the Cowboys? Uh, I mean, I'd love to get Daryl Henderson on this team. Like, yeah, that's that's my guy. I, I think he's my favorite running back.
0: Because here's here's what you can do. I mean, especially and and you know what? Like, I, I was gonna say it before. I'd take him at fifty-eight. I mean, it, it, it's a little rich for if, me,
1: but not not a ton. But like, not, not let's say ton. you
0: get let's say you get wiped, and and you're looking at a selection of guys, i, I, I of guys that aren't you you know, maybe who you <laughs> we,
1: were hoping would be there. Uh, if it's Jalen Ferguson to draw Henderson, that's what I'm I saying. Like, 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 going. Let's,
0: like, he should be on that short list at least so, at 58, sure. right? Sure. So, and yeah. especially since a guy like Henderson, I mean, I was just listening to uh, uh, the Roto World podcast with Josh Norris, and they were talking about how uh, Henderson's one of the few guys that I think on 20 percent or more of his pass plays uh, mo- uh, mo- was motioned out wide. It was split mm-hmm. out wide, and was actually you know being moved out there. So in that case, I think that there could be some interesting spots for him to be on the field at the same time as Ezekiel Elliott. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's all about, like I said initially, it's about value. Where 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 are you seeing this guy available to you, and what pick is that? Is are we at? And if it's good value, then yeah, why not? I mean, you you need a running back. Why not take a talented one if if the
1: value dictate such. I agree. I I think that's a great point. The guys that I would kind of circle, and again, these aren't guys necessarily the Cowboys would be interested, but the ones I would be interested in, uh, Darrell Henderson, David Montgomery, Miles Sanders, if any of those guys kind of get into that 75 to 90 range, then I'm interested. But after that, I'm waiting to the fourth round. And I Listen, I've been one of these people that has advocated against drafting running backs high, but if you get to – the fourth round. I don't. I don't even remember the Cowboys pick. One twenty-five. One twenty-eight. One twenty-eight. It's fine. It, it's fine. Yeah. It, it's not. If you can find a, a guy there in the fourth round that can play for you right away, I, I will not complain about that at all. Um, so we think they're going to address running back. We're just not a hundred percent sure when. Uh, we can both kind of think not at fifty-eight though, right?
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I would. I would very much be surprised. I, I would agree. I, I wouldn't be pissed uh, if it's like Henderson. Like I said, I wouldn't be pissed. Oh, yeah, but, but yeah, I yeah. would be surprised.
1: All right, uh, this next one comes from Billy. Is schedule release season the worst of all the seasons? It's pretty
0: terrible. I mean, it's just <laughs> it's I, like bad. look. I got a lot of other things going on right now in Cowboys land, in draft land, and in other entertainment land. <laughs> the, the schedule release
1: is, you know, it's just it's very low priority. So you're not one of these people that are putting the little bits and pieces Just together. Just give me the information. A kind of le-
0: like, it's, th- there's a whole <laughs> segment of, of these people that like are about scoops and, and all that. I, I, that's, that's fine. You, you, you all have fun. I, I will wait the two extra
1: seconds for you to tell me. Like, it's all, not, all, it, although you did see who we opened up the season with, right? I, I'm assuming it's the New York Giants. It is the New York Giants, uh, an afternoon game at Dallas. That's shocking. <laughs> it's always gl- it's always nice to start out one and zero. Yeah, what I exactly. So it's, it's always great. <laughs> all right, uh, next one comes from Rafael. Uh, he says, "Do you see optimism like I do in that I think this team will win a Super Bowl within the next two years? Wow. What do you think about that, Landon?" <sighs> well, uh, I That's mean, a <laughs> uh, well,
0: I mean, deep sigh. Well, I just think that predicting <laughs> something like that is crazy. But I was I was gonna, you, you know what? Immediately popped into my head. Speaking of other entertainment, not nah, God. We talk about Game of Thrones too much on the show, but <laughs> no, chaos don't talk about is it a ladder, and 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 I and I think at some point <laughs> Brady, one of these days, Brady's gonna quit, and and when that does, I think all bets will be off. Like I think like you know they'll like teams will start even pouring more all in. I think that the, the Cowboys are are you know. They were a playoff team last year. They were probably two or three plays away from, you know I think that that Rams game was a lot closer game than the score indicates, despite what people want to realize. Um I think that sure. you know, with some improvements here and there, I mean they I think they're still very much in the uh in the playoff picture. I mean, getting to the, the Super Bowl and winning the Super Bowl, that's just a whole a whole nother level. Yeah you know and and i think that people uh it's it's a tough level you know <laughs> it's like getting there is hard and, and winning it is even harder especially when you know when you're playing a team that is i mean again we have to think the patriots will likely go back so i just think that uh it's it's tough to predict something like that i feel very good to, to, but to get to his point i feel very good about what, the way this team is shaping up i mean i, I think the, the defense is going to be better. I think the the the, the, the pieces that they've added, uh, the the youth of the team that's going to— I mean, they've got so many players who are going to come back. I mean, people want to talk about improvement on this team and, and additions or whatever, blah, blah, blah. How about this? You had a team that was talented enough to go to the playoffs and, like I said, go toe-to-toe with the Rams who ended up in the Super Bowl pretty for a while— and you had the youngest team in the league. And now they're gonna get a year uh-huh. to improve. So that's where this team's improving. Is it's not just the additional pieces that they're getting. They have a young roster that is about that is all, you know, all at once gonna be taking a leap together in talent as as they've you know gotten more experience, more time in the weight room. You look at people like Connor Williams and all those guys in the way, you know, that's a great indication of what these guys are going through right now. If 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 you know guys like Connor Williams can get in there add 10 pounds of muscle, and show show out a bright future. Uh, you know, A, a lot, I, I feel the same way about a lot of these other young guys that are going to take a step forward and get better. Michael Gallup. Yeah, Gallup, oh, Cheeto. Uh, uh, Xavier Woods, I think, is a breakout candidate for next year. By the way, he was playing. Uh, those are all mm-hmm. defensive guys. I think... Uh, uh, Jar- I think Robert win. Woods and, and Schultz looked good
1: Ro- at the end of the year. I was gonna say I think Robert Woods in a scheme where he doesn't have to be the number one pass rusher, I think could be a huge upgrade. Yeah,
0: I think Connor Williams, even before he put on all this, uh, you know, extra uh, muscle, uh, was really starting to show out at the end of the year. So, yeah. look, I, I think they've got a lot of it's. It's. I, I'm not trying to. I wasn't trying to damper. <laughs> sigh. To, 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 to damper that hope. I, I think that if you're in the tournament, anything can happen. Um, but I, I think that right now it's, it's, it's tough really early in the season to, to guess like, a Super Bowl run. I, do I think that they have the talent uh, and the ability to get there and do that? Sure, absolutely. Uh, but I also think they're probably one of I don't know, 12 teams probably that have that within their ca- capabilities.
1: All great analysis by you, Peter Baelish. Excellent, excellent. <laughs> uh, starting it off with... Uh, chaos sort of the, is a ladder. I a, can't do that voice, a, that, that
0: weird accent he does. Well, it, he
1: changes I mean, it five different times throughout the season, it's, know, so that's it's kind of hard part to get of it, it, yeah, it.
0: It's like chaos is a ladder. It's like it's not, not an accent. It's like he just has a speech impediment almost. Like, it's weird.
1: <laughs> uh, all right, our next question comes from Texas Cowtown. Uh, he says, can Isaiah Bugs get some love uh, no. Not for me. I, I, I'm I'm not a big Isaiah no, Bugs he fan. He doesn't really offer you any one mm-hmm. trait that is desirable. Below average athlete. Production was only okay. Where do you kind of see him fitting in in the NFL? Uh, I I mean I, I mean like he played at
0: Alabama. I mean that's the end of his resume as far as I'm concerned.
1: <laughs> you know though, uh, last year I, I kind of said the same exact thing about Deshaun Hand. Was not a big fan of Han at all, and he came in and played well for Detroit. Is, is that possible for uh Bug? Should we completely write him off? No, I, I mean probably not. But
0: I, yeah, like I just uh, he he doesn't te- he didn't te- he doesn't test well. He his tape is not you know fantastic. It's not great it's it's boring and you know all these other guys are making plays around him and and you know i get that like there's a lot of elite talent on that defense but eventually like you know you you should be doing making your own it's you know putting your own effort in there he's making your own mark there and i don't know that i see that very much with him i I just would rather uh, you know spend my capital elsewhere
1: um, I'm not a big person into uh, looking at like arm length and wingspan for pass rushers because I think it can sometimes be overrated. Uh, but it is noteworthy that he is in the zero percentile for both arm length and wingspan for defensive linemen. 31-inch arms. That's pretty small. Uh, I don't know if you're going to have a lot of success with that small of arm length in the NFL. But um, Let's go ahead and move on to another question. Uh, this one is from Shane. He wants to know, You guys did a series of reviewing last year's games. We're going to continue to do that, you know, over the summer once the draft kind of goes through. Uh, But he wants to know why was our special teams coverage unit so bad last year? It seems like we let big returns on every kickoff and punt. If it wasn't a touchback or fair catch, it seems like it got worse as a season went on. Is that something that you noticed, Landon, when you were watching the film? Well, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know if I noticed. Uh, that it was get, getting worse.
0: I mean I, I I honest to god haven't done a, a hard look at the special teams in general so
1: I'm going basically. They weren't good. They were good. they were well below average last year. But yes, I,
0: I I you know, I have to think that part of it is dealing with a new special teams coach and by new I mean having never been a special teams coach before. So, uh,
1: you know, I think part that's got to be part of it. Uh, I mean uh, yeah, they're I, also really young. They had a lot of new players in there last year. Yes. So that's probably part of it too.
0: Yeah, I I I don't really know what to what to think about that. I, I'm hoping that uh, a year of improvement, it, you like you said, like you were just saying they're young players and that so another year we'll, they'll you'll get some improvement in the off season, but I mean, I I think you have to wonder like you have to wonder if if the if there might be a, a problem with the special teams coach, or if this is going to work out really well for them. It's it's just he, I mean that was a really not a great performance last year, and is that no. the growing pains? I guess we'll find out. But I wouldn't be surprised if the Cowboys ended up you know kind of with a short a short leash on that, uh, and and were quick to pull the trigger if they didn't like what they saw from their special teams coordinator.
1: Uh-uh. I I agree. I also think, again, you are transitioning into a new kicker. Uh, You had a lot of different young guys on special teams units. Um, I'm not overly optimistic that they're going to be a dominant unit in the league, but can they get back to average? Yeah, I think so. Um, All right, our last question comes from Mike, and this is just kind of a fun one to end the show. If you could press a magic button and get a star player at 58, which position would you choose to get? A wide receiver, tight end, defensive tackle, safety, cornerback? Which position could use a star player the most? Defensive tackle and it would be Ed Oliver. <laughs> That's not a bad one. I I just I, I, I mean, was trying to think of somebody is else. It's too perfect, but.
0: man. Like it's just like, I, I mean, Quentin Williams would just be just fine too. Like,
1: <laughs> but I would just, I, see. I like Quentin Williams better than Oliver. Well, sure. I, I, think I mean, even yeah. In this I scheme, mean, I'd
0: rather have Quentin Williams. I just think that Oliver is such a nice scheme fit that yeah,
1: I, I'll take either. Yeah. <laughs> I just think that I just I I think I
0: go ahead. The the, the position is the most bang for your buck, I think. Just if you could really get a talent in there, like it it would really, really I mean, this defense would take a huge step.
1: Uh, See, I think I would go tight end. It's not the most valuable of those positions that we listed, but if you got like a Zach Ertz or Travis Kelsey type on this offense to go along with Amari and Zeke. And teams would be in such a bind with the way to defend you. I mean, there basically be no way teams would be able to put seven guys into the box. You know, if you're running out of eleven personnel with that, you know, with that, those weapons on the outside, uh, I, I just think the offense could get dramatically better. I, th- I think you're looking at maybe three, four, five points better a game. So, I would look to tight end. Um, all right, that's it for today's show. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, we will be back tomorrow uh, talking more about the NFL draft. Follow Lane and McCoolBCB. You can follow the show at Locked On Cowboys. And I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. And we will see you guys next time. Hey Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.